Welcome to In Him with Pastor Dan Wormuth of Joplin Family Worship Center, located on East 7th Street in Joplin, where they are passionate about sharing the freedom and forgiveness found in Jesus Christ. Now, here's Pastor Dan with this week's edition of In Him. Following the decision, gentlemen, today, fathers, my heart, there's just something so sweet about this morning. I I just want you to know whatever has been difficult for you as a dad, I'd like you just to let it go today. I want you to let go of the struggle. If there's been a struggle for you as a son or a daughter, ladies, towards your dad, I'd like to just ask you to just make a quality decision today to let go of the struggle. The quality decision to embrace that your heavenly father will be the perfect father and that your bio mom or dad present or not present in your life will not stop God's goodness from pursuing you, overtaking you, and fulfilling his glorious delight in your life. That the decision today is to receive him. With his open hands and open heart, my open hands and my open heart, I receive in the quality decision. And then comes development. It is this, that the relationship with our Father is available. Would you look at Second Chronicles just for a second with me? Second Chronicles. Just peek at it. 16, chapter 9. 2 Chronicles, chapter 16, verse 9. For the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the earth, that he may strongly support those whose heart is completely his. You've acted foolishly in this, indeed, and now from now on surely have wars. In this one verse, it indicates his heart and his plan. The eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout all the earth that he may strongly support those whose heart are completely his. Because we haven't responded in that way, there are wars. Those whose hearts are blameless towards him. Amplified translation. In the New Living Translation, It reads this way. The eyes of the Lord search the whole earth in order to strengthen those whose hearts are fully committed to him. So the word develop indicates for us that God's eyes are proactively looking. And when when he is proactively looking, he's looking for someone like you and me whose heart is committed to him. And in that, there would be a response from him. So he's looking for us to develop a be, to be proactive in a progressive, ongoing, and maturing relationship with him. A progressive, ongoing, maturing relationship with him. I'm a better dad today than I was when I first started. I practiced a lot on Dan Dan and David and Zach. Sorry, guys, you got the first run on that. I'm trying to do, I'm, you know, the goal is to just to continue to uh, strengthen and mature the skill set for those that you would raise. 
Joseph and Jacob are certainly getting the benefit of years of practice on Dan Dan and David and Zechariah. Now, if you ever hear conversations between David and Zechariah, you'll hear conversations as to who got more spankings than the other. And I'll let you take that up with them to find out which ones did. Dan Dan got more is what happened. But I can tell you that in being a father or being a dad and learning how to be a father and engage them, they also got me at a younger time in my life. And so while trying to be a dad and a a father, I was also trying to prove myself as a pastor uh, and, and as a husband. And I found myself that I gave many hours to ministry and the development of ministry and not as many hours to caring for my sons. Thanks be to God for Pastor Cindy and her constant ministry to them. They turned out decent. But I can just say to you that uh, there are many, many times where I've looked back and thought to myself, in trying to prove myself in ministry and giving myself to the many hours that I did in church ministry work, I'm just grateful that our son still saw Jesus in the process. So I've come this far by faith. I'm just going to ask you right now to consider that you could have would, coulda, woulda, shouldas of your yesterday, but if you hang out at the coulda, woulda, shoulda, you will miss the opportunity for what God wants to do in the moment that you're in today. So how do we fix that? We let Jesus Christ, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, go into our yesterday and address it. We don't go there every day looking for something. We allow the Holy Spirit to just turn our eyes in the moment that something needs to be looked at. And he says, just repent of that. And when the Holy Spirit shows you that to repent of, you repent of it. And then you receive forgiveness for it. And if there's anything connecting you to a failure or a brokenness or a judgment, it's severed in that moment. Somebody said yes and amen. And God wants you to have a freedom today. So here's, here's the end of the message. We're there. Number four is develop. So here it is. You ready? God is no quitter. Father God is not a quitter. Father God is not a quitter. Your bio dad may have quit on you before you knew him. While you knew him, after you knew him, I don't know. But Father God is no quitter. And when Adam and Eve committed high treason against him in the garden, he yet came in the cool of the day just like regular schedule. Already knowing that they had committed such treason against covenant that he had made with them. But he showed up on the regular just like always. But for the first time, Father God had to call out to them. Never had to before. They knew when Father was going to arrive, and they rushed to the place of his arrival. And they were always ready to see him. But even on the first time, you and I have done that to God, just like our daddy. Just like our daddy. We've not shown up at the regular meeting time with the Lord. But the Lord shows up. And this time he called out, oh, Adam, sweet Eve, where are you? 
Never had to before. And if your dad would cry out, Adam, where are you? It's hard to see the nature of our heavenly father in Genesis as he says, oh, Adam, where are you, my sweet son? I'm hiding. Why are you hiding? I'm naked. Who told you you were naked? Well, I am. What happened? I ate from the fruit. That woman you gave me, she, she did it. See how fast us men fall in sin? Blaming the gift of God to us? Trying this side over here. The gift that father gave him, hubba hubba, just a little while ago, is now she did it. Isn't that still the issue of today for us? Throw somebody else under the bus. And yet the whole time, father's just right there. I don't know how you see your heavenly father, but I know how I see him now. Hmm. He addresses the issue. And then starts making promises. He looks at her and says, your seed will bruise the head of this serpent. In due time, your seed will destroy it. Not Adam's seed, her seed. Adam wouldn't be involved in that one. Father God would bring in, uh, he'd bring the last Adam to take care of business for that. So the woman got a promise from her daddy. We're going to fix this. In due time, your seed and me, we're going to get this fixed. Cursed the serpent. Told Adam, now listen, this ain't going to be easy now, son. You're going to have to live out there. Because you see, there were two trees in that garden. One that would make them live forever. And one they had already eaten of. The one they ate of was the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And they didn't need it. That was God's tree. It was his alone. The tree of life was theirs. They ate what wasn't theirs. Now, Father God says, you have to live out here. Because if you were to eat now of the tree of life, you would live in perpetual sin forever. And my love for you says no. So the King James says that God drove them out of the garden in his Plymouth fury and took them out. You know you're old enough to know what a Plymouth fury is. The Bible says he drove them out in his fury and they had to live outside of it and they could see it. And there was an angel of the Lord there to remind them, you can't come this way. And there'll be no more temptation that'll let you come this way. And life was different for them. But the promise came. The word was made flesh and the seed of the woman crushed the head of the seed of the serpent and the adoption was purchased. And so for you and I today on this Father's Day, I'm asking that you would let some dads off the hook for being imperfect, impatient, not present. Why don't we just do that now? Why don't we just embrace our kind and loving Father God? And why don't we let some bio dads 
off the hook. Did they owe you better? Sure they did. Just like you and I owed our children better. Just like you and I owe other people better than we've given them at times. Can I have an amen on that? For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But Father God, thank you that you loved us so much. You didn't quit on the human race. You didn't stop pursuing us. You, you went after us until you knew you could have us. And that your greatest desire for us is to choose and to trust you alone. That this brings you, Father, the greatest pleasure to choose you and to trust you. So today we just come before the throne of God. Someone just say this with me, if you would, after me. Father God, gracious Father God, almighty God, Lord, living God, I come before you. I seek the fourth dimension relationship to know you as Father, perfect Father. I've sinned. I have fallen short. I come to you now with open heart, open arms to receive the gift of life that you have for me. If you can use anything, Lord, here I am. I want to be a reflection of your face. Jesus, I invite you into my life. Transform my thoughts. Transform my life. Transform my thinking. I want your word, your words, to be the words that I think, that I speak. Give me an anointing to reflect my heavenly Father as you did. Today, I receive forgiveness for my judgments because I confess I have judged. I just pause right here to say to you, I've talked really nice about my dad, but I can tell you, you know, my dad had to drive truck. He worked really hard, provide for us. There was a point in his life where he had to drive truck about Monday through Friday. Uh, and then he was home weekends and doing ministry. And I missed him being in our lives during my teenage years. It was a struggle. And as a, as a, an older teenager and a man, you see it and you know, that's just what he had to do. So you, you just, um, you justify his absence, but didn't realize I had judged his absence. I justified his absence because I knew he was working hard, but I judged his absence and I needed to ask the Lord to forgive me. I remember that day when I asked the Lord to forgive me for judging my father for being an absentee father, even though, you know, I knew he loved me, but he had to be gone. Boy, that just crushed my heart that day when I realized I judged my dad. I had full-on judged him, and I needed to repent of it. And perhaps you might just need to let the Holy Spirit lead you in ways like that too. Sometimes we don't even realize how that judgment that we've made is just, it's killing you. <laughs> it, it's killing or stunting the growth of God in you. And what happens is to say, Holy Spirit, is there anything today I just need to deal with? To deal with that judgment brings about the ability to repent. I forgave my dad, uh, even though I know he didn't do it to hurt us. He was doing it to help us, but I just forgave him and released him. 
because he was a beautiful reflection of my heavenly father. But I needed to get the laws of God working on my behalf instead of the law of God stopping my behalf. And that repentance was essential. And maybe you need to do the same. But if you'll do it, if you'll just let your dad off the hook for what he couldn't or didn't do and allow Holy Spirit to show you how your heavenly father will do and can do, be a reflection in your life. Would you stand to your feet with me today? It is a good Father's Day and you're going to be changed forever. This is the promise that I have from Holy Spirit that because you heard these words today, Holy Spirit will pursue you because God is not a quitter. He was pursuing his children and still is like he did in the garden. And he's coming after you and for you. And here's the reason. There's an enemy of your soul that wants to destroy you and mar the image of your heavenly father that's in you. And he doesn't want it marred. So he wants it to be a reflection, a full reflection. Do you know Jesus always referred to his father as father except two times. There's only two times in scripture where we see Jesus referring to his father as God. Do you know where they're at? Remember on the cross, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? You know why? Because his father was his father, but he also was his God. And in that moment, he needed to connect humanity with Psalm 22. Read it sometime. The second time he called him his God was when Mary found him there in the garden after the resurrection. She grabbed a hold of his feet. She was so happy to see him. He said to her, Mary, you are going to have to let me go because I've got to ascend unto my father and your father. My God and your God. We hear his words to Mary indicating who you and I are. He said to her, my father and your father, my God and your God. He was showing us that because of an empty tomb, we now have him as father and God just as Jesus called him Father and now calls him Father and God. Jesus is representing us, mankind. There's a man in the Trinity today. His name is the man, Christ Jesus, and he's a good representation. So I release over you a brand new freedom. I call for the Holy Spirit to activate in you the true nature of sonship. I declare over you today that the words that were spoken over you melt like wax at the presence of the Lord. And that words that should have blessed you are now rising from your heavenly Father to bless you. That the goodness of God that is pursuing you, that you have come here to this moment to know and to hear these words. Not only is your Father God after you, pursuing you for relationship, He wants you to also speak those words to every man and woman that you meet along the way. Every boy and girl needs to know that Father God is in hot pursuit of them and that He is going to cause them to see His goodness in the land of the living. Is there anybody here willing to say, I will be a reflection of my Father's face? Anybody? I will be a reflection of my Father's face. Yes. So wash over me, Lord, like you did today. Bring people out of Egypt like the man was talking to us about today. We're coming out of our dark place. We're coming out of our Egypt. We're coming out of the bondage. We're coming into an open place. We're a, a, a 
a man getting smaller can dance on the stage and still have breath to preach. Father, thank you that there's joy in the house today. There's freedom in the house today. There's liberty in the house today because my daddy is pursuing me. Now, I know you're about to go celebrate dads and and celebrate one another. Maybe you are the dad that's going to be celebrated. But I just got to tell you today, your father wants to reflect his image through you today. So listen, he's calling again. Please, by all means, drop the fig leaves. Put on the garment of praise. You'll feel a lot better. Put on a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Run to the voice of him who comes looking for you. And delight in his face. Girls, ladies, sons, gentlemen, daddy's lap has room for lots of sons and daughters. And he's calling you to come and find a place in his lap and rejoice in the goodness and the kindness of his joy. He wants you to know that he delights in you. Stop attributing the mean ogre God to him. That is not who he is. He made a place for those who don't want him. He doesn't want anyone to go there. He said that. He declared it. He wanted for you to be with him forever. So now look at someone next to you and say, without spitting, I'd like to say really loud, your father loves you. Tell him you've been made in his image. Tell him you got DNA and inheritance. Turn and look at somebody else and say, God, our father. Lord, if Shaka Khan got a sanctified anointing, let it help us today. God, our father, wants you to walk in a fresh anointing. You look like your daddy and you look really good. I said, you look like your daddy and you look really good. I said, you look like your daddy and you're looking really good. Woo. I said, woo. Tell it. Okay, for those of you who are really masculine, woo. Just, just be happy. Elbow somebody because you're not supposed to kiss people today. At least not while the camera's still running. If you don't know him today, I've told you everything you need to know to know him today. If you want someone to pray with you today, prayer partners would be more than willing to come pray with you today. But I'm going to ask you today to just walk out of here with something. Listen, I wasn't looking for an emotional release for you today. I was looking for a word to speak over you today that I'm asking you to choose that every day you're going to go running back to the meeting place with Father for an encounter with him. Someone say it. I'm running to the meeting place. Yes. I don't want him coming looking for me. He, he did go looking for him in the nakedness, but I don't want to be hanging out naked. I want to run and find him in the meeting place. Uh. Would you just bring Zion up here as we get ready to close? Just let me see him. Can you bring Zion up here? Look at that little baby. You turn around so everybody can see him. Hi. Hi. Hi there. He needs you. Everything. He needs you for everything right now. 
he poops pretty much on his own, but he needs you for everything else. Yeah. I still need my father for everything. I seem to make messes all on my own, but he still is the one I need for everything. Son of the Most High. Hi. Hi. I love you. Help me bless them. So today, Zion and I declare these words over you. Ready? Let's bless them. May the grace of Jesus Christ that gives you the ability to have relationship with Father God and to walk in fullness of it. May grace that is sufficient. May grace that lifts you up out of every ditch. May grace that pulls you out of every dark valley. May that grace that empowers you and enables you to do what you are called to do be at work in you today. May grace that is sufficient and is a person. May Abba, Abba's love, Father God's love come and surround you. May it insulate you from the hardships of life. May it it cause you to be insulated like a blanket, keeping you warm in the night hour. And may the communion of Holy Spirit May the communion of Holy Spirit overwhelm you, connect you, because every one of you in this room today are my family and his. And God who did not quit on you wants you to not quit on another. May you walk in a brand new unction for the function of proclaiming good news. Happy Father's Day. The Father loves you. God bless you. All right. So you have a message? Would you help me pray for Al Prescott right now? Father, right now we lift up Al before you as as, uh, Cheryl's taking him over to the emergency room. I'm asking for a miracle. Father, we ask for strength in his body. I ask that you open every door that's necessary for his treatment. But Lord, he told me he was trusting you for a miracle. So we set our faith today, Father, for a miracle for Al Prescott. We declare in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and by the power of the Holy Spirit, you will raise him up. We say to those cells that are rogue cells in his body, we shut you down. We annihilate those rogue cells in Jesus' name. We say the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set Al free from the curse of sin and death. So, Father, we ask even now that the, the very anointing of the Lord will break this yoke that is on his life physically. Today, we declare the name of our God, our heavenly, wonderful Father God, Almighty God, life in his life today. We speak life over Al Prescott today in Jesus' name. And the people God said, all right, are you, are you going to go have a happy day? Who's having, who's having, who, who's fathers how many of you have to do the cooking for your happy father's day let me just wave two three of you four of you that's just because your skill set is so high that heavenly father wants a good representation i happen to have foodies for sons and they're cooking for me today i'm happy about that would you just be sure you wave at somebody and tell them i'm so glad you came today god bless you have a marvelous day in jesus i look forward to seeing you next week elizabeth cooper wormuth and our son daniel will be here and She's going to bring the word of the Lord to us. Looking forward to that. God bless you.
Thank you for listening to In Him with Pastor Dan Wormuth of Joplin Family Worship Center. Listen to this broadcast again at KNEO.org. You can also download a podcast version of today's message by searching KNEO on iTunes. Joplin Family Worship Center is located on East 7th Street in Joplin and has ministries for all ages. They invite you to join them this week for Sunday morning worship at 10 a.m. and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. Find out more at jfwc.org or facebook.com slash Joplin Family Worship Center. Follow Pastor Dan on Twitter at Daniel H. Wormuth. Thank you for listening. And remember, in Him, you are free. For 60 years, Crowder College has been empowering students to soar to new heights. From agriculture to education, to business, sports, and the newest technologies, Crowder always has something interesting going on. I'm Adam Winkler of KNEO Radio. Join me each week as I talk to a different person from Crowder College about what's been happening and what's coming up next. It's the Insider's Guide to All Things Crowder. Subscribe today to the This Week in Crowder College podcast, available from the Sky High Podcast Network.